in October of 2006, a truly historic October snowstorm blasted the Niagara region. It was impossible for anyone to forget it anytime soon because it took months for a full-ish recovery following this intense freak storm. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. It was an otherwise normal fall day for October 12th. 2006. It was the day before this day in weather history. What a couple of days this was. First of all, it's just October, so this is supposed to be the best part of the fall. You know what I'm talking about. You got your apple picking, your hay rides, everything is pumpkin spiced. The Buffalo Bills by this point are normally in the downward spiral of another NFL season that went deceivingly well to start, and the Sabres are gearing up for another NHL campaign. But this October 13th was so much different. The October 2006 Buffalo Storm was an unusual early season lake effect snowstorm that hit the Buffalo, western New York area, as well as the cross-border Canadian town of Fort Erie. It started as rain in the afternoon of Thursday the 12th. As the day gave way tonight, it turned to a heavy, wet snow. Then, as temperatures dropped overnight and into the early hours of... Oh, I just noticed this. Wouldn't you know it? Friday the 13th. (laughs) Wouldn't you know it? Rain started and eventually turned into a heavy, wet snow that fell for hours. But that's, I guess, what you might expect for an October version of Friday the 13th. It was actually the first snowstorm of the year, and it dumped 30 centimeters in the Fort Erie and Port Colburn area, For cross-border Buffalo, New York, they saw a record amount of snow that actually caused officials to close the Peace Bridge, which connects the city of Fort Erie, Canada, to Buffalo, New York, United States. It was more the winds that were this effect as they were whipping up off Lake Erie, bringing the lake effect snow and making high bridge passage way too dangerous. On the Canadian side, Fort Erie residents could only sit awake all night long in their homes listening to the bending, snapping, and falling of tree branches onto cars, sheds, pools, and neighboring houses. Plus, the wind that was making all of this chaos possible was loud enough to prevent any sleep for anyone. Now, as the leaves had not fallen yet and were still fully in their beautiful fall color mode, the weight of the snow caused the limbs to break and crash across the community. As a result, in the morning after the storm had passed, residents in both Fort Erie and Buffalo were greeted with complete devastation and no electricity. In western New York, some 400,000 people lost power during the peak of the storm as a result of the leaf-filled trees pulling down the power lines. I watch a lot of weather stations for my job. And growing up in a border town with Buffalo, New York, I have watched WIVB TV Channel 4 in Buffalo forever and ever. And also their broadcast meteorologist, Mr. Don Paul. He's been there forever. And even he said, of all the events that I've seen here, this storm involves the most widespread devastation in the most populated area. It's absolutely an historic storm. In western New York, officials blamed three deaths on the storm. Of the three... Two died in automobile accidents, a third was struck by a falling branch. After getting a look and time to survey the damage from a helicopter, New York Governor George Pataki at the time declared a state of emergency in four counties at the western end of the state. They were Erie, Genesee, Orleans, and Niagara counties. The situation was especially severe in Buffalo, 
where Mayor Byron Brown estimated that 70% of the city's 285,000 residents had lost power. And now the city is buried in snow. This is a mounting emergency. Back to the Canadian side. Nearly all 30,000 residents of Fort Erie were without electricity come Friday morning. Outages also shut down schools and stores. According to the National Weather Service from the United States, 8.6 inches, that's 22 centimeters of snow, fell on the 12th in the Buffalo area, breaking the previous mark for the month, which was 6 inches or 15 and a quarter centimeters set on October 31st that you had to go back to 1917 for. Then another 14 inches or 35 and a half centimeters fell on the 13th for a total of 22.6 inches or 57 and a half centimeters at the Buffalo-Niagara International Airport. I remember driving past that airport in the days that followed, and I could not believe the sight of all the colorful squares of steel poking out from their burial site in feet of snow. I'm only going to assume they were cars in the massive airport parking lot. And as a final note, check this out. Since weather records were first kept in the 1870s, there is no recorded event of this kind. That being a one and a half day period that dumped as much snow in this area as early as October. But it sure did that and a whole lot more between October 12th and 13th, this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October the 14th. Back in 2018, France is hit with a powerful system that brings heavy rain resulting in flash floods in the Aude region. I'll tell you all about that and what happened as a result. That's tomorrow right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.